I think it's important to understand, um, first and foremost, that pruning is not punishment. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Live Build podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Liv. Um, it's been a while. I'm struggling with perfection and not striving for perfection, as well as not comparing where I am now to where I want to be. So please bear with me as I continue to learn and grow and stretch myself, but I'm here. So welcome to episode three. Um, today, I want to talk to you guys about the pruning season. Um, so I'm just going to jump right in. The, the concept of a pruning season, I believe, is a time in a, in a believer's life um, to take inventory and allow God to use pain and hardship and suffering to bear good fruit. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what it means to be pruned and why that's significant in a Christian's life. Um, so in the context, in the Christian context, uh, pruning season, similar to what I just said, refers to a period of growth and transformation in our spiritual lives. Um, I just started collecting plants and I swear I'm bougie. Like, I really think I'm the expert on plants. Like, literally, I just got my first six plants, right? And already I'm killing two out of the six. And side note, that's not my fault. That's my husband's fault. We just got these plants and then he wanted to go out of town for an extended stay. And I was like, babe, like... I know one of the plants already requires a lot of water. Like if I don't water it in the morning, by the afternoon, it's lit it's literally withered. Like the leaves and the flowers, everything is like sad. It's bent over and it's crying. And so I already knew that. And so I was like, babe, like I don't think we should leave it. Um, it requires a lot of water. So he's like, no, it's fine. So we bought these, I don't even know what they are, like these slow dripping water glass bulb things that you stick into the plant and it's supposed to water it well while we were away like if a bug flew on like our outside camera it would obviously signal signal us so i'd log into the camera and yep the plant's dead <laughs> so not only did one plant die but two of them died and anyways yeah like what i'm already learning so far is like how to prune my plants, right? Cutting off the dead leaves and branches of my plants, which promotes healthier growth and fruitfulness. So I came home and I started clipping away. Um, one of them in particular, I, I clipped everything because that thing is dry, like the little branches or I don't even know, those sticks or whatever. It's dry, it's brown, I'm still working on it. But the other one, I clipped off all the dead leaves, all the dead flowers, and everything that was dead. And literally so far, I can see green branches growing, and 
producing flowers already. So in that same way, right, God, the, the, the master gardener prunes and chastens our lives to refine us. Um, he does that to remove what no longer serves us and make space for new blessings, godly fruits, godly characteristics and opportunities. So I want to take a moment to, to read um, uh, two verses in the Bible. It's from John 15, verse 1 through 2. And it says, this is Jesus talking, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes, that it may give more fruit. I define the the pruning season as um, it, it's a time to surrender. It's a time to trust and allow God to shape us into who he intends us to be. Um, it's him cutting away dead branches to allow new growth that is more Christ-like and able to produce fruit. So why is it important um, to go through the pruning season? I think it's important to understand, um, first and foremost, that pruning is not punishment, right? God isn't punishing us because um, we went through some sort of suffering. Um, it's a gift from God who loves loves us too much and sees too much value in us um, for us to, to, to be carrying around dead branches. So as I was like processing through this this morning and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, um, would, would I prune a tree that is in a value and worth, right? So I've spent about at least two dead or dying or whatever you want to call it. these two plants, I spent about $13 each on them. Um, I think that those that's a value. That's a lot of money. Maybe not a lot of money in comparison to other plants, but to me, that's a lot of money for a plant when I'm a new plant mom. <laughs> so for me, I wouldn't be pruning something or taking care of something that I don't see a value or of worth. Um, so yeah, like if, why would you prune a plant or a tree that is completely dead, has no value, you can tell that things not coming back or it's worth nothing to you. Like I wouldn't do it. Um, you, or I'm going to prune it because it's, I believe it's fruitful and I believe it's valuable and I believe it's still alive. And so I'm going to put the work and the effort in. And I believe that's the same way. God sees us, God prunes us because we are fruitful, we are of value, and we are of worth. And if we were nothing, right, like he wouldn't even give us the time of day to prune us and walk us through hard seasons to change and grow us. And similarly, I think of like a parent and their child, like if they didn't care for them, like they'd probably just leave them alone and let them do whatever and let them be turned and crazy and... <laughs> whatever they want to do but you care right I assume a parent cares for their child um and that's why they correct them and lead them and direct them um in the right path in the right ways um so yeah so how how can we recognize when we're in a pruning season um I think 
when you're going through a pruning season, often pruning seasons often coincide with um, periods and, and times of challenge, of uh, discomfort or loss. Um, we may experience unexpected changes, um, rejection, broken relationships, setbacks, um, or uh, even a, a season of redirection. Um, I think it's important to remember that these experiences, although they're difficult, um, serve a much greater purpose and has great value. Um, they provide opportunity for uh, self-reflection, for our spiritual growth, um, and deepening our trust and our dependence on God. And that... Leads me to like a piece of scripture I was reading this morning during my quiet time. Um, it's in Second Corinthians, uh, I believe, twelve verses, twelve verse nine and ten, and it says, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me." For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calmalities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I, I read that piece of scripture because, I don't know, I just love where it says, um, Therefore I will boast the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So... I translate that as during my weakness, during hardship, during rejection, during setbacks, um, during broken relationships and redirection, right? In my weakness, when I feel broken and weak and maybe ashamed and isolated and all the things, it's then, right? It's in, in that, that time that I get to boast in that and be grateful for that. Easier said than done, yes. Um, but it's then that the power of Christ rests on me. So I guess I want to encourage you to shift your perspective from, and I'm speaking to myself here, that in the season of pruning, in the season that I feel the, like super weak and broken and unable to see the light at the, at the end of the tunnel, that I'll recognize that now, this is now, this is the time that... Um, the power of Christ is resting upon me. Um, so how can how can we navigate through the season while we're being pruned with with faith and resilience? Um, so navigating through the season of being pruned requires us to um, lean on our faith and rely on God's strength. Right? Again, same in my quiet time this morning. I was reading this piece of insert, um, and it was so humbling. It was it was it was hard and really painful, but it was very humbling to be reminded that no matter what I do, I can't change anything. Right? Like I'm weak. <laughs> I have no power, and regardless of how many things that I do, how many testings I do, or how, whatever, all this these things that I can do that might not necessarily be wrong. But it's still humbling to be remembered, to be reminded that in my strength, I can't do anything. 
So while you're going through your season of whatever it is, like just remember to rely on your faith, to lean on your faith and rely, rely on God's strength. Um, first and foremost, it's it's essential to stay connected to to God through prayer, through prayer, um, His Word through worship and seeking His guidance and His will and wisdom for your life. Um, the other thing I would say to help navigate through a pruning season is uh, leaning on the support system. <laughs> and I, I love this because it's true, but I also struggle with this. It's so hard. Um, I think it's so important as believers to lean on, you know, other fellow believers and mentors and our church community and you know, they, they provide encouragement and accountability um, through all seasons, right? But especially in a hard season, it's it's really helpful. Um, but it's so hard. Like, I know for me, I'm like, when I'm going through it, I'm like, head down, shut everyone out. I'm running. Like, I'm hauling butt. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Like, I'm out of here. But... Why is it that in Genesis, God said it's not good for man to be alone, right? I know that like we can translate that scripture to a romantic or marriage relationship, but I honestly believe that piece of scripture is for all relationships, um, that it's not good for us to be alone. And so, Liv, it's not good for us to be alone, (laughs) Friend, if you're listening, it's not good for you to be alone, right? I honestly always feel better after running from community and coming back and like sitting with someone I trust and love and hearing their wisdom and their understanding and receiving their grace and their love and their direction. Like I always feel so much better um, and so much more supported. But I always get that after I came out of this deep pulpit. So do not be like me or don't be like me and take advantage of your community and the people that you love and trust to walk you through this season. Um, I also want to encourage you that during the, the pruning process, it's natural to feel um, a sense of loss or uncertainty. But um, finding meaning and purpose amidst uh, the pruning season requires a literal mind shift, like a mindset shift. So like changing your perspective completely. So again, easier said than done. And I'm preaching to myself instead of viewing this time um, as a time of loss, we can choose to see it as an opportunity for growth and transformation. Um, and embracing the lessons and insights um, gained during the season can deepen our understanding of not only ourselves, but our faith and in our purpose. Does, does it hurt? One hundo, like absolutely. And it can be difficult to see past our pain, but it helps to remember um, that God never wastes our pain. He wastes nothing. Um, just try to look at this time as a time for correction, maybe. Maybe a time of perfection. 
or a time of protection or all of the above. Um, don't run from it. Don't avoid it. And essentially, I almost feel like you can't run anyways. Like if you don't go through it now, you're going to go through it again. You're going to go through it later. So just allow it to happen and know that there's good things on the other side. Um, as I wrap up, um, if you're experiencing a season of pruning, I want to remind you that you're not alone. Um, God is right there with you, guiding and shaping you through this time. Embrace the discomfort surrender to his will and trust that he's working all things together for your good. Um, remember that the pruning season is, is potentially a season for correction, perfection, protection, or all three. Um, it's, it's there for the beautiful things that God has in store for your life. Be steadfast in your faith and know that new growth and blessings await you on the other side. I have a handful of things that I feel like the Lord's pruning me through in this season right now, and it's not fun. Um, when my emotions get the best of me, I feel like I'm just in a really dark space, and I don't understand what he's doing or why he's doing it or why he's allowing it. I don't understand. Yeah, I just don't understand a lot of things. I really don't. But in my confusion, and even if I'm being honest, my unbelief at times of the word, right? So a little insight, like as I'm going through this season and I'm trying to follow what the word says to do, and I'm not seeing any reward in that or any good fruit being bared from that, I really start to struggle with unbelief like is the word even for real or is it beneficial to do what's right um but I just hold on to my faith and hold on to what I've seen to be true um hold on to what I've already seen the Lord do in my life and that helps me to carry on mm -hmm. number one in trusting him and believing in him but also trusting that this season isn't being wasted. Um, trusting that I'm going to see good fruit in my life past this, this moment. Um, so if you find yourself going through something, everything, whatever, hold on to God's word and his truth and his promises and trust him, like dare to trust him and continue to wait. Um, trust that he's growing you and there's transformation to come. Yeah, that's all I have for today. Um, thank you for joining in to episode three. I'm already working on episode four, y'all. I'm really trying to be good and disciplined and keep being excited for the things that God is putting inside of my heart. Um, I'll see you soon. And yeah, thanks for listening.